Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Oh, you guys, it feels so freaking good to be back recording a podcast, sharing my current downloads with all of you, and just being back in this space. I feel so excited and and just grateful to have each and every single one of you in this community. I'm very passionate about what I'm about to talk about because I have gotten to this place in my life where I'm just over it. I'm done listening to people talk about their drama. I'm done listening to the stories. I'm done listening about how hard life is because here's the thing. I am not about getting that energy up in my aura. I'm not about bringing that into my life. I am not about hearing how hard, how rough, how things just never work out, how all the relationships are shit, how all the men are crap. I, you know, maybe it's your job. I'm not, I'm done. I'm done hearing it because here's the truth. It's only there because you allowed it to be there. That might seem harsh, and that's going to piss some people off, but that is what I'm here to tell you about today, is how to take responsibility for literally every single thing in your life, and how when you take responsibility for literally everything, your entire life will change, and you will take back the power to turn your life into whatever you want it to be. And whatever is in the highest good of all. So we got to talk about that. But before we dive in, I just wanted to give you guys a little update on life, on business, and what's going on in my world. Um, I landed in Encinitas just a few days ago in my lovely home with another golden retriever. Sage has a BFF. It's fabulous. And you guys... I was driving here. First of all, the road trip was incredible. I got to stay with some amazing people along the way, an amazing Airbnb. Like everything was so magical and felt so divine. I was telling my dad, my dad ended up having a business trip in Aspen and on my way out, it was supposed to be a snowstorm. And he was like, be careful. You're going to hit snow on the way. Like putting all these fear stories on me. I was like, dad, I'm literally not available to drive in snow. Like, just not available for it to be snowing while I'm driving. I shit you not, I drove all day the next day. 
and it was supposed to rain and snow in every place that I was in. And it did not rain. It did not snow. It rained for like a couple, you know, 10, 15 minutes at a time, but it didn't downpour nothing. I get to my Airbnb, you guys. I literally walked in the house, used the bathroom and walked out. And it was a number one. I just went potty. It was a quick bathroom break. And by the time I walked outside, there was a sheet of snow on the ground. And I was literally like, wow, God waited until I got here, until I was settled to put the snow down. This was literally my entire trip. I tell you how many synchronicities there were, how much magic that happened, how these things just opened up and unfolded for for all the goodness and all the greatness. And this is how easy our lives get to be when we decide. So here I am in Encinitas, drove, I was driving here and I literally was like 10 minutes away from my house and I hit the vortex. Encinitas has like a spiritual vortex here and I hit it and I was like, holy fuck. I literally felt like full body buzzing. Get never experienced that intensity before just driving down the road. And what I'm here to tell you guys is it's incredible here. And the energy is incredible here. And part of why I'm sharing this is because I am giving my clients, my VIP clients, the opportunity to come here be in Encinitas with me for a day in this energy to do a deep dive into their business and really just a foundation for what we're working through. So if you're not familiar with my what my VIP program is, it's a new program I'm launching, six months long. I'm taking spiritual entrepreneurs through stepping into their business, stepping into their power. It's one-on-one coaching. You get access to literally every single program I've ever released, as well as programs I'm releasing while we're working together. You're going to get a VIP day with me here in Encinitas, as well as a three-day retreat with a location to be determined. This is an incredible credible experience you guys like I cannot tell you how much shifts when you're in the energy of other light workers and I I'm here with one of my dear friends and coaches Jana and she lives here and we have just felt in this high and and seeing how our businesses are like rapidly up leveling and our lives are rapidly up leveling because we're in the energy of so many other light workers in this space. And that's what I want to help you get in the energy, activate these codes that are in your system, in your DNA, waiting to be activated, waiting for you to step into your power, waiting for you to let go of the stories that you have. So if you're interested in that, I'm putting all the details in the show notes. You can scroll down there. Otherwise, my Instagram page, if it's still available, will have the link up there as well. And that's at xo.shelbyrose. And if we're not friends on Instagram yet, I would love to connect. Shoot me a little message. I love getting to know each and every one of you and hearing your stories. So do not be shy. But that's my little life update, you guys. And... I'm excited to share with you this topic that I'm so passionate about because it's something that I really didn't have awareness of just a few months ago, and that is 
how we can, you know, get really caught up in the work and the healing and start to identify with the stories that we've been telling ourselves and telling ourselves that we need to do more work in order to be, I don't know, healed or in order to be whole when the reality is we are already whole. And so when I'm hearing a lot of, you know, friends, family, clients, other spiritual light workers, other entrepreneurs end up doing is they get caught up in these stories of like, I'm working to heal this when the reality is they're already whole. And so sometimes by feeding that energy of I need to do work and I need to like put all this effort in, we actually keep the story alive. And some of us are actually afraid to let go of the stories. And I'm not available. You guys, I am just not available to watch my clients go through this. I'm not available for my, to watch my friends go through this. This is the power of having light workers in your inner circle is that you call each other out on this bullshit. And so I, I encourage you, if you have friends and other entrepreneurs, other light workers is one, ask them to call you out. If you're stuck in a loop, if you're stuck in a pattern, but also call them out. This is the biggest service some of my friends have had is literally telling me when I'm being a little bitch and to help me realize when I'm like, Hey, that's actually a story. Or do you think there's something up there that you need to look at? Like just starting to point these things out because so often we're caught up in our own stories and our own realities. Again, our own perceptions is that we don't realize that there might be something here that isn't actually truth and that we're actually creating our own illusions. So Yes, we get caught up in our stories. Yes, we start to identify. I've had so many scenarios, you guys, where I have, you know, it's amazing because we have, we have this awareness and this is part of the spiritual process and the spiritual journey is I think we start to un uncover our own stories and our own programming and our own patterning which is incredible because the moment we shine awareness on it is the moment we can say, oh, I don't actually want to believe that's true. I don't actually want to continue to feed the story. But what I ended up doing when I was first on this journey is like, oh my God, I have this wound. I had this wound that I was bullied when I was a kid. And now I'm just shy and comfortable around groups of women. I need to make sure I'm healing this. I need to make sure I'm putting all this effort in. I need to make sure I'm doing this work. When the reality was, I was actually feeding the wound. I was actually feeding the energy because I was identifying with this version of myself. Instead of just saying like, yes, there is that version of me who was wounded and who is hurt, but that's, that's part of my ego. And I don't actually need to allow that part of me to rule my life or run my life make decisions, right? It can just be as simple as like, oh, that's a story. And then when that story shows up, right? I had, I was telling some, I think it was my clients or one of my friends that I was like, I'm getting a little nervous going to Encinitas. Like I can just feel my little girls afraid of like, am I going to have friends out there? Are people going to want to hang out with me? Am I going to have like a social group? Like I could just feel that little girl inside of me starting to feel a little nervous. And then I looked at that and I was like, eating it for a few days. I was like, oh my gosh, like my little girl is just really freaking out. And I was creating this whole story and this whole thing about it when I could have simply, said, oh, I see my little girl is getting nervous. I see this story or this window showing up for me. I get to choose out of that, right? I get to realize that's an illusion. I get to realize that like, oh no, of course I'm going to have friends. Of course I'm going to have this beautiful group of 
you know, women that are surrounding me, of course, there's going to be guy friends that are really fun to hang out with. Like I get to have that because that's what I've been creating. That's what I've been calling in. And I'm not available for anything else but that, right? Because the moment I create that, oh my God, what if they don't like me? What if I don't have friends? Then that's actually what I'm creating and calling in in my life. So I've done the shift where like, I don't need to do the healing work anymore because I know that's just the illusion that I am. And, and by me going, you know, t- digging it back up over and over again, sometimes I'm just feeding that when the reality is, I can have those moment to moment conversations where it's like, no, actually that's bullshit. I don't actually want to believe that's true. And I don't want to feed that story because this is the story I want. And then I shift it in that moment into a different story. But again, for a long time, I would have fed that. And then I would have manifested it because it was so focused on the story that I was afraid of and trying to heal it instead of just being like, oh, that's actually not true. That's actually illusion. You know, and we do this with so many things like Again, I've talked about my money story on here so many times, but I like grew up in the energy of like save, save and like be really like like diligent about knowing what you're spending and like kind of clinging to money and not like, you know, spending freely. There was kind of that energy. And so now I was like, well, I'm always just going to have this like energy of scarcity around money. I'm always just going to feel afraid to spend because that's just a part of my story. That's just like how I grew up. And it's like, no, I actually get to choose differently. I get to choose. I get to choose and create what my relationship with money looks like. I get to choose and create what the energy I embody with money really is. And whenever that story starts to show up for me, I just get to say like, no, I choose again. No, I choose again. Instead of being like, oh my God, I need to heal this. I need to do work. And there's like, again, you're going to know when there's work to be done. You're going to know when there's purging to be done. But I think a lot of times we try to do work from like a logical perspective. We try to do the, like the thinking things through when oftentimes the work is actually just feeling it and processing it on that level. It may be journaling it out so you really feel it. It may be like actually saying it so you feel it. It may be crying. It may be screaming. It may be being angry. But so many of us get caught up in like the work, but the work ends up being like a logical thing instead of like an embodiment thing. So we're thinking about how we want to feel, but we're not actually feeling how we want to feel on the other side of the work. Does that make sense? So we're, we're putting all this energy into doing the healing to try to get where we want, but instead we're pushing the thing we want farther away because we're not actually embodying the feelings and the emotions we want on the other side of it. We can create emotions in our body at any moment. And I'm going to walk you guys through this right now. I want you to start to drop in. Let's take a deep breath together. Exhaling everything out. And I want you to start to feel as if you are so in love with life in this moment. I want you to start to feel like your heart expanding. Imagine maybe you're on a beach. Maybe it's like the best day of your life. Like that feeling that you had. For me, I can literally think about joy and I can feel this like love, this peace, this warmth radiating from my chest. I feel it exuding out into the world. I feel this like tingly body buzzing feeling when I think about joy and I get to create that in an instant, right? I don't need something outside of me to create those emotions, those feelings. It gets to be that simple, 
you're feeling this hard explosiveness, you're feeling this love, you're feeling this joy. And all of a sudden you're magnetizing everything you desire, everything that you really want right to you. But it was never about the thing. It was about the feeling. So we have to feel the feeling before we can magnetize the thing because it's not always about the thing. We often think the thing will bring us the emotion when in reality we have to feel the emotion before we can have the thing that we want. And once we have the emotion, the thing doesn't really matter. And so then we're detached from it. So when we're feeling this feeling, then we're not worried about the work to be done, the transition to have. And I'm not saying we don't feel the not so fun emotions. I'm saying feel that shit. That's part of the processing the story out. But notice when you're going into logic and trying to figure it out rather than shifting the emotion, shifting the energy around the thing itself. You know, another story could be is Maybe, you know, other examples of this is maybe you've had a traumatic relationship or dated a bunch of douchebags and now you believe all men are going to be assholes, right? And then you have this story running and you're like, oh, I just need to work on like how I feel about relationships. I need to work on my self-love. I need to work on this. I need to work on that. But instead, maybe it's just like, oh, is that actually true? No, I don't actually want to believe that all men are douchebags because ultimately that's not actually true. I actually have so many people in my life that are amazing men. I have my best friend, Jerry. I have, you know, like the, figuratively speaking, like who could be expanders? Oh my God, my dad's an amazing man. And my grandpas, my uncles are all amazing men. I saw my best friend's husband and he's so incredible at holding space. Okay, so not all men are douchebags. I can see that clearly. And I can see that my story of this is actually attracting more in. So why don't I stop buying into the story and start shifting how I feel about dating so that I don't continue to play the story out, right? So it's also recognizing too, is like, what are you talking about that doesn't feel good for you? I, um, I caught myself, I was, con I was constantly bringing up this story, this like my ego was so stuck on this relationship I had had with a friend that had fallen away. It was like, it was just a relationship that wasn't meant to be in my life any longer, but it was really hard for me to let that go because my, my ego wants everyone to like and love me. And so I kept talking about it and I kept talking about it. I kept talking about it. And I was so caught up in the story and the story and the story. And I was like, one day I just woke up and I was like, it feels really shitty for me to talk about whenever we feel like off about talking about something or a, a story or whatever, something that like triggers a negative emotion. Usually it means that that story or that thing we're talking about is out of alignment with soul. So notice when you're talking about things, if it doesn't feel good, then maybe that's a story or thing that we need to reevaluate because if it's not making you feel good, it's out of alignment with your soul's path with what your soul believes. And then we can dig into like, do I actually ultimately want to believe this? I had an, another story where I was like, I had one Mercury retrograde where like my sales were not good. I had put a program out into the world and literally just got like crickets on it. And it was like, Okay. So never, never. I had this story that I could not launch something during Mercury retrograde. I had a story that no one would buy anything during Mercury retrograde that I could not serve people because really that's what it's all about. Right. I was like, I cannot possibly serve clients during Mercury retrograde because it's just like the energy is too much. 
And I realized, oh my God, I'm literally feeding this story. Is that ultimately true? I was like, no, people need my service all at all times. People need help at all times. I'm doing everyone around me a disservice to not be putting what I'm feeling called out into the world because of a, a freaking astrological thing. So I chose a different story, but I want you to start to recognize what stories you're telling and what you're talking about constantly. And if that's actually what you want to be creating, right? Are you constantly talking about your nine to five job and how much it sucks your soul and how much it's terrible and how much energy, but you're not doing anything about it because you're stuck in the story that it's securing your only way to create income. So you keep talking about it over and over and over again because your ego is stuck in the story that it's the worst thing ever, but then like it's also stuck in the story that you can't do anything about it, right? Maybe you continue to talk about your, um, your relationship. Maybe you're like, oh my God, this is like, he's terrible, he's terrible, he's terrible when it's reality. Okay, what is this reflecting back to me? What in me is available for this? Like, what do you keep talking about and not taking action on? What do you keep telling yourself? Maybe you keep telling yourself, I'm not worthy of a business. I've, you know... I remember I had a client at one point that was like, I failed at this business before and you know, this other business she had tried to start, it means I'm going to fail at this one too. And I was like, do you really want to believe that story to be true? Is that the ultimate truth? No, maybe that was just something that didn't feel in alignment for you at that time. It doesn't need to mean anything about you in this moment because we don't need to make the past mean something about our future. So often we look to the past to, to figure out what's going to happen in the future and it's just, number one, let's be real. Does anyone want to do that? No, I don't want to look at my past and be like, oh, that's what's going to happen in the future because I know my future is just going to continue to get better and better and brighter and brighter. I don't need to look at the past because I know I've set the intention for what I want my future to be. But I used to look back and be like, oh my gosh, this is what I did last time. So therefore, I need to do that in order to get the same result this time. Or this is how many people... You know, I think about when I did my mastermind, I increased the number of spots this time. And I was like, well, I had six people sign up last time. If I put eight, it's going to be difficult. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to set that story or that intention. And so I cleared it in my mastermind field, right? But I recognized when the story started to show up. This is, the, this is what I'm talking about, you guys. We have to start to recognize the bullshit stories because I'm so done. And I get it. We all are human. There is no one that gets out of this lifetime without a story, without something showing up for them. But we need to take real responsibility for the things that are in our life. Because one, nothing can be in your life unless you allow it to be there. I get bad things happen. I get there's not so, there's some not so great things that happen. And this may piss people off, but I truly believe that we only attract into our lives what we are available for. When I had all my health shit blow up in my face, I was ignoring my soul and it was the only way my soul could get my intention to slow down and stop drinking so much and stop numbing out so much because if I hadn't gone, I would have continued to party. I would have continued to not sleep. I would have continued to ignore what my soul was trying to tell me to start the business, right? I attracted those health issues because I was out of alignment with soul and because I was not listening to what my heart desired. I attracted a relationship that rocked my shit because I wasn't looking at my own shit. 
I wasn't able to initiate my waking up on my own. And so God and spirit and source said, well, if you're not going to do it on your own, I'm going to put this in your life. So to rock your shit, I only attracted debt when I was available for debt. I only attracted abundance when I was available for abundance. I only attracted this amazing situation in California because it was available for it. And I only attracted a really shitty living situation back in college where there was mice and drama because I was available for that. When we're not clear on our intentions, we're not clear on what we want in our lives. And when we're allowing the stories to rule our lives, we give our power up to our very fear-based minds when we're not clear on what that voice in our head is saying. And so want you to look at your life in this moment and ask yourself if there's anything in your life that does not feel like bliss. It does not feel like ease. It does not feel like joy and grace. And if there is anything in your life that does not feel like that, that does not feel like pure passion, that does not feel like pure love, that doesn't feel like pure bliss, one, know that it's to be that that nothing in your life get, has to be a struggle or force or pushed or hustle or grind, that that's a belief system in itself. But also ask yourself why you created that. I had a story that I had to work really fucking hard in order to make money. And so I manifested a business that took hours and hours and hours every day in order to make a full-time income. And now I work three to four hours a day and make more than I ever did in a full-time job. We create whatever we want. So what are your beliefs? What does that create? What are your beliefs creating for you in your life? And we know that whatever we believe to be true, we will create. And so you get to start to look at what's in your life and you get to start to see what's in your life and you get to see what your beliefs are based on the things that are in your life right now. So stop making your wounds mean something. And I'm going to give you a few steps to walk you through how to start to shift this because if you haven't gotten the hint already, I'm really sick of how many people are not taking their power. I'm sick of watching women feel powerless. I'm sick of watching people walk through life feeling like they have no control. I'm sick of hearing these bullshit stories with all the love. You guys, I'm sending you all the love, but I am done. You have to take back your power. And what I want you to do first, this is a few step processes. Number one, witness the stories you're telling yourself. What is that voice in your head actually saying? Is it saying that you're not good enough? Is it saying that you have to wait to start the business until you know, your finances are better. Is it saying that you couldn't possibly invest in the coach because your husband's not on board or that you couldn't possibly travel to this 
sacred place, despite your soul knowing that's where you need to be because you have to work or you have to be in a full-time job? Are you, you know, what are the stories that run in your head? You get that intuitive hit. You get that knowing of like, I need to travel here. I need to move. I need to quit my job. I need to hire the coach. I need to, you, you know what your, your intuitive hits are, right? My most recent ones were you need to end the relationship. You need to start your book and you need to move to San Diego all in a very short period of time. Old Shelby would have shoved those down. It's a few years ago, a few months ago, would have shoved them down and said, okay, I'll get there one day. Listening and then noticing what stories you tell yourself when intuition hits. The next thing I want you to do is there's no work to be done. Right. If you feel guided to something, if there's a coach you feel guided to work with, if there's a journal prompt you feel guided to do, if there's a book or a process you feel guided to go through, absolutely. But none of this, I need to do work out of fear bullshit anymore. I need to do work because I'm not worthy. I need to do work because I'm not whole. No, fuck that. You are whole. And it is your decision to be in that wholeness right? The moment you decide I'm not whole, I'm broken, I need to fix, the moment you feed the wound, you decide that that wound's not real. That's the illusion, right? I get to decide, no, I'm not actually this poor college, fresh out of college, making 40k a year dietitian, just making things, you know, just barely getting by, I'm done with, I decided that story, I decided into this new abundance story and I very much so embody this feeling of what it feels like to be a six-figure earner. And anytime that story shows up for me, I'm just like, I'm not choosing that. It's no longer my path. We decide that the story is the illusion. We decide that there's no work to be done. We decide we're already whole and then we embody that. There's no work to be done. You are already whole. You are already worthy. Feel that and it is done. But the other piece of that is that you need to surrender this up to something greater. Again, the work is never done by us. It is done by God, by source, by universe, whatever you believe in. You need to surrender it, right? Especially if it's something you're struggling because I think sometimes we think that the work we need to do, we put all this energy into it. And we're con- it's just another way for us to control and manipulate the situation, right? It was like, I'm going to read the next self-help book and the next one and the next one. I'm going to listen to all these podcasts. I'm going to do this work and then I'm going to do this work. And it was just a way for me to actually avoid the truth that God, source, universe is my guide, Right? There is no work to be done without surrendering it over to higher power. And then once you've surrendered it, then we trust the nudges. Then we trust, go to the seminar, talk to the teacher, hire the coach. Only after we've surrendered. Because the moment you find yourself in this, I need to do this and I need to do this, and it's coming from your unworthiness. It's coming from your controlling. It's coming from manipulating. Surrender it. God... I cannot do this without you. I am ready to release this illusion of lack. I'm ready to release this illusion of scarcity. I'm ready to release this illusion of separation. Show me how 
to heal this. Show me how to release this. Show me how to shift this. And then the last step is that if you catch yourself in that story over and over again, despite surrendering it, despite deciding, ask yourself how that story is serving you. I had a massive story that you know, I dated this guy a few years ago and I was like, he's the one, I'm pretty sure he's the person I'm supposed to end up with. And I held on to that story for many, many years after we dated because I was so terrified to open my heart up to anyone who could possibly match how he made me feel, who could possibly feel that heart explosive, that amount of love in just a look in an instant that could open me up and crack me open the way that relationship did. I was terrified to date someone like that again. I was terrified to have a relationship like that again because the truth is, I was terrified to lose it. And so I created the story that he was the only one who could have ever possibly made me feel that way because I was terrified to open up to anyone else, right? So the story served me in that I didn't have to open up to anyone again. I didn't have to feel that with anyone else because I didn't want to. I knew he wasn't available. I knew he wasn't emotionally available for me. I knew he wasn't available to meet me where I am. I know he's not on the same spiritual caliber that I'm at. I know he's not the person in this time frame, And I knew I needed to release him, but I kept holding on and kept creating this illusion that like, he's the one, he's the one, I'm just waiting because I was so terrified to open up that someone else can meet me that way. How is your story serving you? Because I guarantee you if that story is still showing up, it is serving you. Maybe you're terrified to quit your nine to five job because your parents think you are the most incredible human in the world for landing that job. They're so proud of you. They keep telling you that they keep reinforcing you that, and you are terrified to be different. You're terrified to be the one who does the crazy thing. You're terrified to leave the matrix. You're terrified to leave the societal norms behind. Maybe you have a friendship that you know needs to go. Person drags you down. You feel energetically drained every time you leave them. All they talk about is gossip and shit that really doesn't matter. Or they dump all their stories and their drama onto you and you know this person needs to go. But you keep holding on because you're terrified that there's nothing better out there, that there is not possibly another relationship out there. So you keep telling yourself this story that like, you need to be there for her. She's, you're the only person she has. It's, you know, you'd be a bad friend if you left when the reality is you're just afraid that nothing better will come along. And remembering that the stories we hold are serving us in some shape and form. So if they keep showing up, you got to ask yourself why. Okay, loves, I'm not the only person who's had the stories and I know there are people out there who haven't heard this message that need it. So one, if it helped you, share it on your Instagram story, drop a little review. That is how the podcast gets out there. That's how it gets shared. And that's all I got for you guys. I love you so much. Chat next week.